Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. So glad you could join us today for another podcast of Loving the Christ Life with Warren Litzman. We are so blessed to have these great archival materials to go back into to hear the teachings of this great man, Warren Litzman. What a wonderful human being he was and what a wonderful servant of the Lord he was. And we're so thankful to have all of these things left behind that we can go back in, handpick, and bring to you each week. We're still in the book of Ephesians, so let's get in it. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. It's broadcast time again for the Christ Life. I hope there are a number of you that are tuned in today. And I hope wherever you are around the world that the Holy Spirit is able to deal with you on the things I have to say. You see, I believe we're living in the closing moments of this dispensation. I'm not going by the awful things that are happening. We've always had awful things. I'm not going by somebody who said they got a word from the Lord that the world's going to end. This world is not going to end by Christians being elevated out of it. This world... It's going to continue on long after that. But what is going to happen, the Christians are going to have something glorious to happen to them. They're going to be raptured. They're going to be taken up and out of this world by a miracle of God to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. That's the glorious and the wonderful thing about being a born-again child of God. You're going to get out of this thing. Think about it for a little while. I'm going to talk to you today more about what Paul has to say in Ephesians 3. So, if you will, take your Bible. And let's read the next verse. I'm, I think I'm down now to the to the third verse. I only got started in it in last broadcast. And so we're going to really go into this third verse as best we can. Paul says, How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery. Now, there are two key words in that line. One is revelation, the other is mystery. How did Paul get this message? How did it come to him? It's because when he met Jesus, Jesus said, Get up and go on your way, and I'll show you what you must come to see and know. And God did that. He spoke to him. At least four times Paul said he received a revelation of these things. Now i got to tell you, the revelation takes us into a sphere of understanding that every Christian needs to come to. Every Christian needs to come to. You need to have a revelation of the Christ that lives in you. You see, I can sit here and say till my tongue falls out that Christ lives in you, and it doesn't mean anything. But what I'm doing, I'm tying a lot of loose ends up. I'm tying together all of the things that should have been preached and taught. I'm tying together those things which the world has said they just couldn't believe. I'm looking for people who want to believe what the Scriptures say, who want to live what the Scriptures say. It isn't hard in grace. It's not difficult to live for God in grace. The hardest part about living for God in grace is you can do nothing about changing your life. You can't do anything about it. It's already been done. It's a cross work. It's a God thing. And so nothing you can do about it, but believe it. Enjoy it. It's the dispensation of grace. And so 
We're looking into the scriptures here that use the word revelation and later on mystery. We'll try to get to both words today. Revelation simply means that God has revealed these things to the Apostle Paul. And it was so unusual. First time in the history of humanity that God has spoken to a human being and told him what was an essential part of his plan. What was that essential part? It was God saying through Christ to Paul, it was God saying that no human being is complete. I have created them. Parents have birthed them. They've grown up in the world and have been schooled. They have all sorts of things to their advantage. But he says not a one of them is complete without Christ in them. What is a revelation? Christ in you. The hope of glory. That's the great revelation. Well, how do you get it? You wait upon God. Like Paul, he went to the Arabian desert. He was there three years. I don't know how long it took him to get this revelation or the many revelations he received. I don't know how long you'll wait either. I waited a good while because I saw these things and I didn't know how to affect them. I didn't know how to use them. I didn't know what to do with them even if I got them. But God, by His grace, fixed it so that I had understanding right at His time, His time, in the fullness of His time. I came to see what a revelation was. God revealed His Son to me. God revealed His Son in me. That's different, you see. He revealed His Son in me. I had read it. I had read that we were in Christ the 146 times in Paul's epistles alone. I read it, but I didn't really understand it. I really didn't know what that meant. I was in a revival meeting, big crusade in Atlanta, Georgia, in the downtown auditorium, and there was a great number of churches backing and supporting these meetings. And I was in a hotel downtown Atlanta, laying across my bed one day when God revealed His Son in me. I tell you, it was the most explosive thing that has ever happened to me. God revealed His Son in me. That's what revelation is. Now then, I've had the joy in these past years of helping hundreds and thousands of people come to a revelation of Jesus Christ. Revelation of Jesus Christ. What is the what is the heart of this revelation? The heart of the revelation is that God has in grace afforded to every human being what he planned before the world was created. You get that? What he planned before the world was created. He never intended that the world end up like it has. He didn't intend that Adam's nature and Satan's nature continue to rule every human being that is birthed by natural means into this world. He never intended that. He intended that men would accept his word 
And Adam and Eve, when they rejected his word, disobeyed him, has followed down through the centuries. And we've been without the purpose of God. Why did God wait so long? Well, one reason is that revelation stopped. Revelation stopped. But another great thing has happened in this dispensation of grace. Revelation has taken up again. We'll be back to Warren in just a moment with more of this great message today. like to remind you that this podcast is presented weekly by the Christ Life Fellowship. Please go to the website, check it out, christ-life.org, and you'll find some wonderful material about what we are all about, and you'll find some wonderful material in our store section from Warren and some other great writers as well. Be sure and check out the book on Paul. I know I mention this a lot, but it is a wonderful book, probably our most popular and so, so special. And by the way, all of this, all of the things you hear on this podcast, they're right out of the Bible. It's amazing what Warren Litzman has been able to pull out of here with the help of God and bring to you. So let's get back. Here's Warren. You say, what is God revealing today that is different? The very things that Paul wrote in this book. Now listen to me. They've been written in this book for over 2,000 years. And religion didn't catch it. Denominations didn't catch it. Some of the greatest preachers that ever lived didn't catch it. But down through every century, there have been a handful of people, nobodies, Nobody's who caught it, but never found a voice for it. They never found a voice for Christ living in human beings. Everybody run around talking about it. Pentecostals talk about it all the time. Christ did this and did that through me. But that isn't it. That isn't what the revelation is all about. The revelation is of the Son in people. And then on the other hand, everybody that's been saved, everybody that's born again has been saved by Christ in them. They haven't been saved because they decide to not do bad anymore and do only good. No, sir. They've been saved by grace. They've been saved by Christ in them. Christ is their salvation. He is their salvation. He doesn't give it. He is it. That's what Revelation's all about. Revelation is not showing you something that God's going to start doing. You've got all these foolish people who get in the newspaper and on the air and everywhere else. They can find somebody foolish enough to listen to them and talk about the end of the world, talk about the Lord's coming back. That's foolish. Nobody knows that. Jesus himself said only the Father knew it. He didn't know it. And yet we got a lot of fools running around saying, I figured it all out. He's coming on this date. Don't pay any attention to that. That's junk. you got enough of that in your mind already. Most people do. We don't need any more junk in our minds. But what happens? The thing that happens to us is that Christ comes to live in us. It's Paul saying, the life I now live, not Old Testament, 
But now, this now life I get right from a revelation of Jesus Christ, this life I now live is in Christ. In Christ. Oh, how precious that is. How wonderful that idea is. So you understand what a revelation is? The revelation is of something that's been in existence, but you didn't see it. You didn't understand it. You didn't know it. Preachers don't preach it. I buy books. I read a lot of books. And I'll get a preacher that is talking maybe about uh, the third chapter of Ephesians. And we get to this point here where he says, How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in a few words. And you know what? The tendency is that he either ignores that verse and goes to verse 4 or 5, or he starts tap dancing on it. Telling some stories that have happened of people who had revelation, people who did this, people who did that. He just tap dances all over the place and, and never tells you anything. You know why? Because he's never had a real revelation. The revelation is of the mystery. Now I'm to the second word. The revelation is of the mystery. It is declared. It is declared in, in uh, Paul's epistles. That the revelation is the key to the mystery. Now, I gotta, I gotta keep hitting on this thought as I go along. Somebody's gonna think that I'm uh, talking about uh, people who read palms and give you answers to your problems in life and and uh, all these things. No, sir. I'm talking to you about something that's in this book. It's in there. The revelation is spoken of in this third verse. The revelation is of the mystery. And Paul said over in Colossians that the revelation of the mystery, the revelation is of the mystery. Christ in you. Now, that's a big thing. That's, that's a big thing. And I never let anybody in my presence minimize it down to a little thing that happened. There. Well, I felt the Lord in me the other day. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about your feelings. I'm not talking about what you think. Somebody's saying, well, I was praying the other day and such an anointing came on me and I tell you, I just felt the Lord inside of me. That's not the gospel. That's a wonderful thing that happened to them. But I'm talking to you about the roots of the gospel, how they go down deep in this book and are plainly written. The revelation is of the mystery. What is a mystery? Christ in you. Christ in you. That's the great mystery. A revelation of it. Have you ever had a revelation of Christ in you? Are you interested in knowing that? 
I said the other day on this broadcast that a lot of people are going to stand before God, and I can guarantee you, if not the first thing, one of the things before he gets through talking to you at the Bema, one of the things he's going to ask you, what did you do with Jesus that I put in you? Christ in whom I placed in you when you were saved. Remember, dear friend, you're liable to have to answer that. And if it's never been preached to you, if it isn't in your quarterlies, if it isn't in your songbooks, if, if it isn't in your life, you're going to answer to God because he did a very noble thing of grace when he put his son in human beings. Well, i got to move on. My time is up. But I'll come back to this subject tomorrow morning, the Lord willing. So glad to have you today. And I hope that you'll tell someone else about this program because the whole world needs to know about it. Goodbye. God bless you. Wow, another wonderful message from Warren Litzman from the archives of the Christ Life Fellowship. Christ Life Fellowship is something that we'd love for you to learn more about and learn about the In Christ message. Go to the website, christ-life.org. Read all about us. If you like what you hear here, and I believe you do, according to all of the great response we get, well, you'll find much more at the website, and especially from our store, christ-life.org. Also, tell your friends about this podcast. It's heard wherever podcasts are heard. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.